a wonderful Thursday morning. It's 1037. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. We've had a great time in the studio. I have the pleasure of having Sam Young, the president and CEO of Pensacola Habitat for Humanity. They do such a great job for our community. We're going to have, we're going to talk to him about some things in the works. Um, but can you give me a little bit of a background about Pensacola Habitat for Humanity? Sure. I, I think that's a good idea. You know, I, I think if you were to ask 100 people if they've heard of Habitat for Humanity, you'd probably get 99 to say yes. But if you were to ask that 99 what we do, unfortunately, I think the answer would be something along the lines of, yeah, they get a bunch of volunteers, they build a house and give it away to a poor person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I can uh, see that, though. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's pretty uh, pretty far from the truth. Mm-hmm. What we really do okay. is uh, we're a hand up, not a handout. We've got a extensive program where people apply. Uh, they go through a anywhere from a six to twelve month program. We prepare them for home ownership. We build them a beautiful home, and at the end of the day, they come to a closing. They get a mortgage and they buy that house. Um, now we subsidize it in a number of ways primarily with a 0% interest mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have done that, uh, and we've continued to grow. And last year, uh, last fiscal year, which just ended June 30th, we put 51 families in a oh, new wow. home. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, that's 51 sets of kids that are going to wake up Christmas morning in right. their own home for the first time. Mm-hmm. Most of these individuals have never lived in a home they owned. Uh, most of them never lived in a home their parents owned. So wow. this is a brand new experience, and it's transformational for them. Um, it's the first opportunity for them to build intergenerational wealth. Mm-hmm. It's the first opportunity for them to have some real stability in their housing situation. And it allows them to, for the first time, budget and create some savings. And do you see over time how uh, that has impacted their lives yes. um, and helped them improve maybe their circumstances? Uh, absolutely. You know, anecdotally, I can tell you a story of a woman who walked in to our front door uh, several months ago, and she had this big smile on her face. And mm-hmm. I was leaving for a meeting, but I took a moment to stop. And I said, may I help you? And this big smile came on her face, and she said, I'm here to make my last mortgage payment. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I just got chills. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you mind telling me your story? Uh-huh. And she did. She told me how she got involved in the program, mm-hmm. how she was bouncing from rental to rental. Her kids were having struggles in school. They were not, you know, connecting with friends. Mm-hmm. And she finally got into the program, and it completely changed her life. And I said, well, what about now? You know, how did those mm-hmm. kids end up? She goes, well... Um, one of them is a regional manager for a large retail operation wow. in Tampa. Uh-huh. My daughter just had her second child. She's a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. and she's enjoying all that stability that I gave her. Wow. So, yeah, it is truly transformational. Absolutely. Just helping someone out in time of need definitely can change their entire life and their perspective That's because, right. you know, their mental health is probably suffering too. And just having that in, you know, that positivity can change their perspective on life completely and that there is hope. Yeah. And I know that you give so many families hope in our community, which 
man, that can make you go a long way, right? Hope. That's, that's right. PensacolaHabitat.org for more information. I am with Sam Young, the president and CEO of Pensacola Habitat for Humanity. Um, if you have any questions or comments, 437-1620, you're welcome to ask. We're discussing about the background of Habitat for Humanity and helping people up. That's right. So, you know, I, just to give you a sense of who we are, um, we are a construction company. Like I said, we built 51 homes last mm-hmm. year. We repaired and rehabbed an additional 40 homes. So we oh, have, wow. We, we kept 40 families in their house, and oh, we provided wow. a new home for 51. It's amazing. We're a mortgage company. You know, we literally uh, underwrite and fund every mortgage that we do. You do it? We do it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. So we have a balance sheet with all those mortgages on it. Um, That's great. We are uh, a family services organization. We we uh, educate our families. We prepare them. Everything from budgeting, uh, home maintenance, home repair, how to be a good neighbor. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wouldn't think of that, but that's so true. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, we're a certified HUD counseling agency mm-hmm. as well. Uh, we run a big retail operation, the Restore, that's out on uh, yes. 9th and Creighton. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of tentacles to what we do. Wow, that's truly amazing. I definitely have a heart. I worked in public health for a long time, so that just you warms know. my heart. Well, you know that that housing insecurity also leads to health insecurity. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Totally. It definitely does. So that's great that you're in our community, that you're helping families in need, helping them give them hope. And um, like you said, giving them security, which I'm sure they haven't had in, or have ever had. And especially for the children. I know that when children aren't, don't have security, they suffer as well. So that's wonderful. You can go to PensacolaHabitat.org for more information. If you have a question or comment, 437 437- 1620. I'm speaking to Sam Young, the president and CEO of Pensacola Habitat for Humanity. It's great to have him on today. Talk about all the ways they're trying to improve our community and help um, our community members out. And so are there ways for people to volunteer? Oh, absolutely. We uh, um, I have these numbers in front of me here. Um, last year, we had 18,900 volunteer oh, wow. hours provided by 1,400 volunteers. 1,400? 1,400 volunteers, yes. So uh, that's a big part of who we are. That's Mm -hmm. how we uh, connect with the community. They uh, provide us uh, labor. They provide funding to us. So, yeah, we are very much a volunteer community-based organization. And do those volunteers help build the houses? They do. Mm-hmm. They uh, they help frame. Uh, they come out often in teams, maybe mm-hmm. a, a, an organization like uh, like Cat Country yeah. oh. would send out a team. And literally in two days, that house will be completely framed. And wow. f- and for the rest of their lives, they can drive by that house and mm-hmm. tell their kids and their grandkids yeah, that it. they <laughs> built that house. That's awesome. Yeah. And then for families in need, is there a way for them to, do they apply? How does that look, yeah, what does best, that look like? The best way for them to find out more is to go to the website uh-huh. and they can see what the criteria is okay. for our program. And if they uh, meet their criteria, then they can submit an application. If they don't, uh, maybe their credit score is too low. Maybe they don't have um, a consistent uh, employment history. Our HUD counselors can work with them to satisfy wherever those deficiencies are, uh-huh. and we can get them qualified to uh, join the program. Wonderful. And that's at PensacolaHabitat.org, correct? That's correct. Amazing. And um, I was... 
you were telling me about something that's really cool that's coming up. I do want to talk about about a land trust. Yeah. Can we go over what that's about? Sure. So let me give you a little bit of background why we explored this uh, this opportunity. We have traditionally been able to serve not only low income but very low income individuals, people making thirty to fifty percent of the area median income, mm-hmm. which is you know maybe twenty twenty five thousand dollars a year. Um, of late, because of the escalating price in land, in labor, in materials, our ability to serve that part of the population has greatly diminished. Mm. And we weren't comfortable with that as an organization. Our board, our staff, um, we wanted to figure out a solution to better serve those people who most need our help. Right. Well, um, we, we came across this idea of a land trust. And a land trust will simultaneously reduce the cost of home ownership mm-hmm. and for the first time allow us to build a permanent stock of affordable housing. Wow. Think about the fact that over the last four decades, we have built over 1,500 homes. But of those 1,500 homes, I would venture a guess that 1,200 of them are no longer affordable because the market. Yeah. You know, once they transfer, they get sold on the open market and they get sold at the market rate. Wow. And that is not affordable to the mm-hmm. folks that we're trying to support. Right. So the land trust is a uh, very simply is this community organization, the Northwest Florida Community Land Trust, will acquire and maintain ownership of the land. And then Habitat will build a home on that land sell that to one of our home buyers. They will be homeowners, but they will lease the underlying land. Okay. And then there are some provisions in that lease that define how we share in the appreciation and the equity of that home. And when it transfers, it can only transfer to another income qualified individual. So that will guarantee the permanency of affordable homes. Wow. So for every home that we build on the land trust, that home will forever be affordable to the folks in that lower income category. That is unique. There's Mm -hmm. no other vehicle out there that will guarantee the permanency of affordable homes. No matter what the economy is doing, correct? Exactly. That's wonderful. No matter how how quickly Mm -hmm. land value and housing values escalate, which Mm -hmm. seem to be happening here at a rapid Mm -hmm. rate, our homes will remain affordable. And is that currently um, happening or is this something in the future? So we um, Impact 100, Mm -hmm. which is an organization Mm -hmm. you are probably aware of. Uh, Once we established the land trust, they actually provided us our first funding, about $115,000, and we started acquiring land. Well, um, about a year ago, I started having conversations with Senator Broxton and our local representatives. um, And they fell in love with this concept as well. They took this concept to the legislature and came back with a $1.3 million appropriation for our land trust. Really? So we are now going to be out there. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, $1.3 million? $1.3 million. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm also working uh, very closely with the county uh-huh. um, and hoping that they will, too, recognize the value of this uh, of this concept and start pushing some of their surplus land over to our land trust so we can serve their constituents with with very affordable permanent housing. 
That's amazing. Thank you. That is great. If you have a question or comment, 437-1620. I did have a friend text in. What's your overhead percentage? Well, we are, I, I don't have that exact number, but I will tell you that uh, Charity Navigator is the most highly respected um, uh, organization with regard to reviewing uh, nonprofits for efficiency and impact. Okay. And we are a five-star rated, uh, which is probably 5% of all nonprofits receive a five-star rating. They took a hard look at us and determined that we are, in fact, incredibly efficient and our impact is far-reaching. Great. And for more information, you can go over to um, PensacolaHabitat.org. It'll give you all the information that you need, how to volunteer, how to donate. Maybe you're a family in need. You can definitely look at the qualifications and see what they are, fill out a form. Uh, they have special events going on, and they also have a ReStore that you can go to, correct? That's correct. What do you purchase from the ReStore? What's there? Well, most of it is uh, either gently used or new furniture and okay. building supplies. So that's kind of our niche. Um, many people have gone in there and used our products to build their home. And then once okay. their house is built, then they come in and furnish it at the ReStore. Okay. I'm going to have to definitely go over there for sure and check it out. I've seen it. I've been in yeah. there. Uh, that sounds great. And where is it located? Uh, Ninth and Creighton. Ninth and Creighton. Oh, down the street. That's right. Down the street yep. from us. Not too far. That's right. Um, so if you're just now tuning in, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I have Sam Young. He is the president and CEO of Pensacola Habitat for Humanity. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. Would love to hear from you this morning, 437-1620. We are talking about the Northwest Florida Community Land Trust, which is Oh, just absolutely amazing. And it's going to help our community, especially the low, low-income families that need that support. Well, low-income and also, you know, I, I think it's really important to recognize that what we do is really economic development in the okay. sense that if we can't provide housing to our workforce, mm -hmm. then our economy is going to stall. Absolutely. And that is happening in different parts of the country. And that's why Florida just passed the Live Local Act, which was a sweeping, maybe the most aggressive affordable housing uh, act in Florida's history and probably one of the most progressive in the country because Florida has recognized that if we can't provide affordable and proximity housing to where the folks work, then the economy will stall. So, right. you know, I, I don't want to think of it as just low income. Okay. I want to think about it as workforce. Uh, a study was performed several years ago, uh, probably four or five years ago. And in that study, only one of the top 10 um, by number of employees, jobs in the greater Pensacola area could afford a median rent. So think about that. I Nine out of 10 mm -hmm. workers in the service industry largely can't afford the average rent, much less the average priced home. And I'm glad that you said that, to be honest. And I'm glad that you recognize that in, in our community because it is so true. I mean, uh, the housing market went up, but people's pay did not go up. That's and, exactly you know, right. I personally have family that would love to move back towards me, but they're like, I can't afford it. You know, the rent is sky higher. The prices are sky high. So just recognizing that we do have a barrier right there uh, for people, like you said, in the service industry that just can't even afford rent, um, which is sad. But that's great that y'all recognize that and that there's things being done. Can you tell me a little bit about the Live Local Act? Because I haven't heard of that. Sure. Um, it is, it, it's a fairly complex and technical, and it was, um, there is 
significant initiatives to uh, drive developers and nonprofits to increase housing in the state of Florida. It's done through a series of tools, including tax credits. Uh, they've changed some of the zoning requirements that uh, kind of pulled some of that authority from the local uh, municipalities and changed density requirements, height requirements. Um, they have increased the buckets of money available for down payment assistance, okay. significantly increased those buckets, and significantly increased uh, loans through the Florida Housing Finance Corporation available to developers of affordable, low-income housing. Wow. And, you know, the answer is just increasing supply. Okay. There is about 1.3 million unit shortfall in this country right now. So demand, uh, for supply and demand to be equal, mm -hmm. we would need to add 1.3 million units wow. today uh, to get that equilibrium. That's a pretty That's big a shortfall. Yes, exactly. it is. Absolutely. So what we need to do is create incentive for builders to build, mm -hmm. and we have to lower the cost of entry for that first-time home buyer. Yes, absolutely. And do you feel this is exacerbated by COVID? Do you feel like there was a shift? I, I think there was. You know, certainly um, what happened was because people could work remotely, work mm -hmm. anywhere, then places like Pensacola became in much greater demand. Right. You know, we might not have necessarily the jobs that they were looking for here, but if they can transfer, transfer that yeah. job to the beach at Pensacola, mm -hmm. then they're going to do so. Right. So we saw a big influx of folks here mm -hmm. and, you know, a thousand people a day are moving to Florida. Do you feel like that harms the uh, low income per se when Absolutely, that happens? Because yeah. there's great, you know, when you have that many more people competing mm -hmm. for a limited supply of, of housing, mm -hmm. what's, you know, basic economics tells you that the price is just going to continue to escalate. And this Live Local Act uh, is going to help with that? Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah, yep. that's great. Now, and it's then, not going to happen overnight, but right. it's a it's a, it's a a 10-year plan, and much of that funding has a 10-year commitment behind it. Okay, wonderful. If you have a question or comment, 437-1620. We would love to hear from you this morning. Um, let's see. We had a question. Hi, are there any Habitat Land Trusts across the state lines in Alabama? So there are, I think there's about 240 uh, land trusts in the country uh, as of right now. And frankly, I'm not sure whether there are any in Alabama or not, mm -hmm. but it is a, it's an idea that is gaining traction. And I think that you're going to see uh, more and more organizations, municipalities, and states yeah. adopting a land trust as a tool to bring down the cost of, of housing. And I'm sure you've noticed that insurance rates are That's skyrocketing. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, how do you compensate for that when you're talking about building them a house? And I know that's affordable, but then you have to add an in insurance. Yep. So, you know, when we sell them the house, just like any other homeowner, they're responsible for their taxes. They're responsible for their insurance. Mm -hmm. However, because we build such a quality home, um, th their insurance is going to be about as low as it could possibly okay. be. Uh, it's Energy Star rated, so it's a very efficient home. It's a very well-built home. So insurance premiums on new homes are clearly lower than they are on an older home. But mm -hmm. um, but we are dealing with that like everybody else yeah. in Florida. And 
you know, there are some habitats, colleagues of mine are telling me that the insurance premiums, for instance, in New Orleans, the insurance premiums are greater than the mortgage payment. That's just sad to me. Yeah. I mean, how can it you survive get, like that? It needs to get addressed. It, it's unsustainable. It is unsustainable. That's I mean, correct. you got to think if you're, if that in your mortgage, <laughs> exactly, you can't buy food. <laughs> That's right. Or put your kid in a daycare so you can work. I mean, there's so many other aspects of having a job and maintaining that job of a child care and food. And Absolutely. I mean, it's extremely stressful. So that's great that y'all are in our community doing the best you can to help um, for sure. And like you said, you're here for economic development, making sure that the, our workforce has places to live and stay. And especially like you said, since housing has gone up, it makes it more difficult. Insurance, you know, can't even maintain living in an apartment sometimes with the um, economy the way it is. So that's great that you're in our community doing the best you can to make it affordable um, for those individuals that need it. Definitely. Um, did the land trust replace the silent second mortgage? What is the average cost of a habitat house? Yeah, so we, we do not have, uh, we, we have somewhat changed our model. So there is no silent second, but we have, what we do is we guarantee affordability to our home buyers. So what we will do is make a calculation of whoever comes into the program. If you're accepted into the program, we will determine what you can afford for a mortgage and that is going to be your mortgage payment until that house is paid off. Wow, okay. It won't escalate, um, and it's at 0%. So every dollar you pay towards that mortgage is like a forced savings account. It's all equity. There's no interest component to your mortgage mm -hmm. payment. Um, that's a powerful tool to begin to build wealth. And we just have a couple of seconds left, about 30 seconds, but I just wanted to know, um, with these families that you put in these homes, do you follow them and help them? Maybe they're struggling. Maybe we they do. lost their job. We, have and... a, we, we absolutely do. Mm -hmm. um, we have relationships with each and every one of them, mm -hmm. and we provide uh, a post-purchase education program, mm -hmm. so it's ongoing. That relationship continues after we sign those papers yeah. and we hand them the keys. Uh, we want them to be part of Pensacola Habitat family for the rest of their lives. Yes, that's wonderful that you do and that. And can I have a shout out? Absolutely. I don't want to end without first, you know, I, I, I might be the, the voice or the face of the organization, but I have a team back at Pensacola Habitat that does incredible work each and every day. Wonderful. And I could not be more proud of them. And they're the ones who make all of this happen. Well, thank you, Sam. Thank you for you and your team and what you provide for our community. We truly appreciate it. I hope you're having a wonderful Thursday and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Thursday. Join me tomorrow. We have the Neil 